with NATO allies, allies by phone today. There's bad weather to report on both sides of the Atlantic. First to Britain. Dangerously high winds have torn parts of the roof off of London's O2 Arena. I'm Linda Kenyon. It's called Storm Eunice, and she has been packing record winds of up to 122 miles per hour. The storm has knocked out power, uprooted trees. In London, it shook tall buildings and then blew off parts of the roof of the Millennium Dome. Britain's meteorological office says the storm, which first made landfall in Cornwall, has posed a danger to life, prompting a rare red weather warning. At least one person has now been killed in Ireland. Now to a storm that's battered the U.S., Midwest, and South. Snow and ice have disrupted ground and air travel from central Oklahoma to northern New England. Dozens were left stranded on Interstate 39 north of Bloomington Normal in central Illinois after numerous accidents. Illinois State Trooper Paul Asina. Troopers are currently working diligently to get everyone off the roadway safely and quickly as possible. Several storms, including possible tornadoes, caused widespread damage across Mississippi and Alabama. No deaths or serious injuries have been reported. Jim Crisula, CBS News. Canadian police have started arresting truck drivers in Ottawa who've been blocking streets of the capital for two weeks, crippling commerce. In a tweet, police say some protesters are surrendering, then being taken away. Demonstrators are upset over COVID mandates. More U.S. states are planning shifts from pandemic to endemic mode. Washington Governor Jay Inslee's lifted mask mandates in schools. They're doing it next month. Now we have changes that will allow us in the next several weeks to take the next step forward into regaining what we consider a much more normal life. The Dow futures are down 14. This is CBS News. There's always something new under the sun. CBS Mornings, weekdays on CBS. the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts to recommend the best products for your vehicle. Get maximum cooling system performance for 10 years or 300,000 miles with Peak Long Life Universal Premixed Antifreeze and Coolant just $3.99 after mail-in rebate. Plus, earn double O Rewards points. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or online at OReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now an important message from Exergen. A critical new FDA study proves that the widely used non-contact thermometers are not accurate and have high probabilities for false negative readings. New COVID strands are on the rise and non-contact manufacturers are being irresponsible at a time when accuracy matters most. Accurate temperature measurements are essential. Don't wait. Switch to Exergen because they are accurate and backed by over 100 clinical studies. Be sure, be accurate with Exergen. Learn more at exergen.com. 30-year high inflation is making food unaffordable for many in the UK. Can you make sure these This food bank is seeing a new class of clients. We're seeing lots of working families and people need to ask for help. Pride can't get in the way. They need to say, you know, I'm struggling. This woman runs the Nationwide Citizens Advice Bureau. We're hearing about people who are living and sleeping in a single room, who are using coats and hot water bottles to keep warm, and people having to turn to food banks. For more than 2 million Brits, the choice now is between heating and eating. And with prices for both still rising, more and more can't afford either. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. Moms and dads, check your baby's milk mix. Abbott is recalling three brands of infant formula, Similac... Alimentum and Elicare after at least four babies in three states got sick with bacterial infections. One child died. Chronobacter bacteria involved in three of those cases. It can cause sepsis infections or meningitis. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. 
Great news from Rocket Mortgage. You could unlock more cash than you realize from your home's equity with a cash-out refinance today. In fact, in the last year, average home values have gone up nearly 20%. That means you could unlock thousands of dollars. And with Rocket Mortgage, you could unlock all that cash in less than three weeks. But you've got to act right now before rates go up because nobody knows how long these low rates will last. Put your hard-earned money to work. Make your life better. Build a home office. Remodel your kitchen. Or simply save that cash for a rainy day. Today's rate on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.25%, 3.48% APR, so you can lock in a great low monthly payment. When you're looking to unlock the cash in your home, Rocket can. Call 8338-ROCKET today or go to rocketmortgage.com to get started. That's 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rocket. Rates current as of 12-12-21. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. NMLS Consumer Access. Number 3030. Call 800-490-1233 for disclosures and cost information. Roving reporter here. Excuse me, ma'am. I'll give you $14,934,386.83 if you can tell me the best place in town to get pops, chips, candy, sports drinks, and a lot more. Uh, Stop and Cop? That's right! Stop and Cop drive through carry-out is the best place to get party stuff. Munchies, all kinds of pops and sodas. Excuse me? Candies galore, chips, sports drinks. Excuse me? Yes, what is it? What about my money? What money? Something, something million dollars. Can't remember how much, huh? <laughs> Stop and Cop drive through carry-out, 362 Richland Avenue, Athens. Proud supporter of high school sports. At Pizza Cottage... They always use the finest ingredients, treat their customers and employees like family, and always give back to the community. From pizzas to subs, wings to pasta, they have everything for your family to enjoy. You can also book their party rooms and their food trip. Pizza Cottage has a new location at 951 East State Street for dine-in, carry-out, and delivery through door. So visit them today or visit their website, www.pizza-cottage.com. If you're a business owner, we know in spite of the tough times, you still want to give your business all the financial protection it needs. This is Mallory Swaim with Matthews Insurance. And for over 75 years, our business has been helping to protect Athens area businesses. Ohio Mutual and Matthews Insurance can provide you with a policy designed to serve your needs as well as fast and fair claim service and a great price too. Contact us today at 740-593-5573 or Google us, Matthews Insurance. Friendly, reliable, local. Hey, it's Boots. We'll talk car condos, warranties on used cars, and can you make a toilet out of an engine? That's AutoSmarts Friday afternoon at 106 on 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. Integrated Services uh, is constantly seeking partnerships. How can I have a meaningful relationship with primary care providers so that we can take care of our shared community of people that need support? We've grown exponentially and I really see the next five to ten years being a similar story. The opportunities are endless. Here at A Work of Heart, we have just what you need for the perfect gift or decoration for your home. We have two laser engravers, which you can use to design the perfect gift with names, dates, and sayings. Most of these products are made in Ohio. We have beautiful decorative wreaths with plaques that can be personalized with sayings or family names. Most of these products can be taken home the same day. We stock a great selection of porch flags and rugs with seasonal inserts that will make your front door so inviting. We have a great selection of inspirational signs made in West Virginia and Indiana, such as This Is Us, Our Life, Our Story, Our Home, some with a West Virginia or Ohio State outline. How about Welcome to the Porch or Welcome to the Deck? Come see us today at A Work of Heart in Grand Central Mall, Vienna, West Virginia, 
and find us on Facebook or at aworkofheart.biz. as we approach this final regular season football game, your inept football team going in at 0-9, 0-4 in the conference. And I do want to point out before we go any further that uh, Nat's uh, team over to Bungle State is exactly the same as we are. We, You know, they 0-9 and 0-4 in the conference, so something's got to give in this ball game. And as you said yesterday, it's uh, a game where you can just throw out all the records. Well, that's right. You know, we come down to these traditional rivals. It don't make no difference at all. What you've done in the past, you can throw all the records out the record book. All them statistics doesn't count for a lick. All them players out there, just nameless faces. they just putting on the uniforms. Doesn't matter at all what kind of numbers they wear on their jerseys or nothing. It's just like all them traditional rivalries you can talk about. You got your armies and your navies. You got your Harvards and your Yales. You got your East Cupcakes and your West Cupcakes. It's just like all them traditional fierce rivals because it might even come down to a coin toss. Well, we were talking yesterday about some of the famous games in the past. Let's go back a few years to 19... 53 in historic ball game. Well, boy, you know, 19 and 53, you are reaching back there. That is a ways back, but that was a, a real uh, historic ball game. You know, uh, Brother Nat had a real fine ball team over to Bungle State that year. He had a lot of real fine running backs, and they must have broke loose with a lot of 60, 70, 80-yard runs that year. And I remember, uh, especially after one play in that ball game, uh, one of his running backs had gone 63 yards for a touchdown, and after that play was over, old Nat hollered across the field. He said, hey, Art. You see that 63-yard touchdown run? Well, wait till the next time we get the ball. You're going to see the same thing again. And did you see the same play again? Well, I'm afraid we did, even though we knowed it was coming. You know, that boy runs 63 yards for a touchdown again, and, and that's uh, where that, that phrase instant replay comes from. Another bit of football terminology that originated in the inept tech bungle state rivalry. And no extra charge for that one. It ain't even midweek. And I'll be back with more from Coach Art Turf right after we pause for this message. How about that? No extra charge. The Art Turf Show is proudly sponsored by lots of hot, fresh Green Mountain coffee. It will be brother against brother this week as Inept Tech faces Bungle State. And Coach Turf, you've faced your brother Nat Turf numerous times in the past, although it has happened in college football. It's unusual to have brothers coaching in the same conference. I was wondering about your all-time record against your brother, Nat. Well, it's interesting you should bring that up. That's a real fine question. I was just thinking about that, you know, while you was ask, asking it. That, you know, uh, brother Nat uh, was the first one to get a bicycle, and he was the first one to get a football helmet, and he was the first one to get a skateboard, and he was the first one to get an electric train. And anytime we'd play the game, he'd win. You know, we'd play chess, he'd win. We'd play uh, checkers, he'd win. We'd play marbles, and he'd win. And he reminds me about that record. We zip, and ever how many we played against my brother Nat, I never have been able to beat him in anything. And he reminds me about it every Christmas when he sends me a Christmas card. What does the uh, card contain, Coach? Well, it has the all-time series record in there, and uh, he reminds me that uh, he's the one that caused me to lose my marbles. Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. Hardly wait. Good times for you and me. Yeah, boy. 
Got a dusting of snow. It's kind of dark and gloomy. If that's not bad enough, it's 33 degrees. I look up here at the forecast, they say partly sunny. Yeah, uh huh. But by Sunday, they say it is going to be sunny and 53. 64 on Monday, 59 on Tuesday, mercy. Just like we've got to go through a short spell here. And it is that time of year when you have it coming up and down, up and down, up and down. So uh, we'll just uh, deal with it in... And hopes pretty soon it'll stay mostly up, right? How's Scott? You, good. It's Friday. Yeah. Fantastic, fun-filled, frosty, frigid Friday. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, it's also February 18th. I don't have a <laughs> word for snow that begins with F. I'm working on though. Frigid and frosty come close. Well, that's, yeah, that's good. I'll have to think about that myself. Yeah. Uh, no, but not right now. Yeah. Okay, so February 18th it is. Today, they say, is National Drink Wine Day. It is one of my favorite things to do. Do I ever get loaded? No. I just like the taste of it in the the environment of being with some friends and enjoying a sip of wine. You know what I mean? It's nice. So National Drink Wine Day. It's National Battery Day. Okay, what do you think they're getting at? Battery I, like uh, D cells. That's what I'm thinking. Nine volt batteries. That's what I'm thinking. Double A, single A. Well, here we go. Get a charge out of National Battery Day. Get a charge out of Ha, ha, ha. Observed each year on February 18th, a day serves to appreciate the convenience batteries provide to our everyday lives. And uh, with some power outages yesterday and last evening, uh, those came in pretty handy, I would guess. Mm. Uh, Today, we would be hard-pressed to find someone in the United States who does not benefit from a battery. Even those who live off the grid have battery-operated devices, such as a flashlight, radio, or a watch. Okay. Today is National Caregiver's Day. Mercy, those people are important. And so are their patients. National No One Eats Alone Day. National Crab Stuffed Flounder Day. Mmm. Sounds good. 
Now, because yesterday we had the mayor on, uh, we didn't get to tell you the one or two things that uh, yesterday was, so we'll do it now. It was National Random Acts of Kindness Day, all for, all for that. And only two items, National Cabbage Day. I like cabbage. Yes, I like it, particularly in coleslaw. Yeah. Oh, mercy. Yeah. Hey, have you noticed... We went to a restaurant last night, and there's a sandwich they feature, which always has a little scoop of slaw on it. But there's other restaurants we go to where we request a side dish of slaw. Have you noticed there is a shortage of slaw? I have not, because I typically don't order it on my stuff, things, my food items. Um, on my servings. But yeah. I have seen a slaw dog more than a few times. Dylan Darla out at the farm. We down often have farm. Tuesday night, uh, what? Down on the farm. Yeah. We often have Tuesday night um, out at Albany Cafe. And they have the best slaw, except they've not had it recently. And they, uh, something about. <coughs> You know, all the components that they use to make it, um, they're, they're having trouble getting it. Same thing happened last night at another place. And um, in another restaurant we go to regularly, they don't have slaw. Hmm. And they apologize. Well. It's pretty weird. How about that? Yeah. Okay, on this day in history, February 18th. Hey, before you do this, you want to hear something interesting about batteries? I was just reading a little bit more here. We had National Battery Day. Your ba- your um, microphone sounds a little distorted Yeah, to me. it does. I don't know why. I don't know why either. Let me... Uh, you want to try... You want to move over to number three? Well, is number three working now? Yeah, how about that? Well, let's do that. Okay. Let me pull this over. Is that any better? I think so. Okay. Well, we'll switch these. Switch that. Okay. Is that better? I'm glad to know they got that third mic working. Me too. Okay. So, um, you were going to say? Batteries. Um, They... uh, uh, they, being archaeologists, found evidence of a device that may have been used to electroplate gold onto silver, much like a battery would, in 1936 during the construction of a new railway near Baghdad, Iraq, obviously. A Parthian tomb, T-O-M-B, <coughs> excuse me, was found, and an archaeologist found a copper cylinder encasing an iron rod in a clay jar. And this archaeologist suggested that the finding was approximately 2,000 years old. And it goes on to say that Ben Franklin first coined the term battery in 1748 to describe an array of charged glass plates. In case anyone happens to ask you, in the next few days about the history of batteries. 
Don't you wonder how words get coined? Yeah, a lot of lot I of. I mean, words. Why, why do we call them batteries? Why don't we call them clunkles? Yeah, or wall hangings, or something like that, or inserted cylinders. But anyway, I just thought that yeah. was interesting. 2,000 years old, uh, possibly, that batteries were first used and utilized. Well, they were obviously listening to their favorite radio station. Had to be. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, <clears throat> this uh, date of February 18th, items in mm-hmm. history. In the year 1519 on this date, Hernan Cortez leaves Cuba for the Yucatan Peninsula. Um, It says he does so with 11 ships and 500 men. So, what, 50 or so per ship, I guess. All right. Uh, 1678, John Bunyan's in the news. Pilgrim's Progress is published by Holborn in London and by Nathaniel Ponder. Paul Bunyan's Pilgrim's Progress. 1861, King Victor Emmanuel II of Sardinia Becomes the first king of Italy. 1885, Mark Twain publishes The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. Right here in the U.S., of course. 1917, the first major strike of the Russian February Revolution starts at the giant uh, Pulilov factory which was uh, located in uh, Petrograd. 1900. Just for kicks, I'm curious what they manufactured. P-U-T-I-L-O-V, factory. Uh, In the meantime, we'll move on one. In 2014, the Ukrainian Revolution of 2014 begins as protesters, riot police, and unknown shooters take part in in violent events in the capital, Kiev, culminating after five days of the ouster of President Viktor (coughs) Yanukovych. Okay, the Pultilov factory. Is it? Did you say P-U-T-I-L-O-V? I did. Okay, it was during the Tsarist period and uh, Pulatovsky uh, plant from 1922 to 1934. Uh, it was founded in 1801 as a cast iron foundry cast that, iron. Yeah, that carried out orders for the production of artillery ammunition. Hmm. And then the plant began to develop engineering direction starting to manufacture steam engines. Since 1812. Okay. Well, let's see here. Some famous birthdays. 
Oh, going to test my pronunciation here. Kinshi Huang. Um, Q-I-N-S-H-I-H-U-A-N-G. Um, born in uh, 259 B.C. Died in 210 B.C. He was the founder of the Qin Dynasty, first emperor of a unified China. Rather than maintain the title of king borne by the previous Shang and Zhao rulers, he ruled as the first emperor of the Qin Dynasty from 221 to 210 B.C. Okay, uh, now we go a thousand or so years uh, farther out. Um, Alexander Volta, born in 1747, on this date, died in 1827. Last name spelling? B-O-L-T-A. B-O-L? V. V. Alexander Volta. Yes. Was an Italian physicist, chemist, and lay Catholic who was a pioneer of electricity and power, who is credited as the inventor of the electric battery and the discoverer (laughs) of methane. That all ties together now, doesn't it, with the uh, battery story? Yeah, except I'm not sure he'd want to put a charge into methane. And then then Volta. Volt? Voltage? Yeah. Yep. Okay, let's see. Two living uh, celebrating their birthdays. The first is John Travolta, who's celebrating his 68th birthday today. Wow. And Yoko Ono, celebrating her 89th birthday today. Okay, two famous deaths. Martin Luther. Born in 1483, died on this date in 1546. He was a German priest, theologian, author, and hymn writer. A former Augustinian friar, he is best known for the seminal figure in the Protestant Reformation. And as the namesake of Lutheranism, Luther was ordained to the priesthood in 1507. And then the last one we've all heard of, Michelangelo. Yes. Who uh, was born in 1475, died in 1546 on this date. Italian sculptor, painter, architect, and poet of the High Renaissance. Okay, let's see here. Most widely known for the paintings of the Sistine Chapel ceiling. They have a picture here of John F. Kennedy's aides struggling to load the casket containing the slain president aboard Air Force One. It is an enduring image, but what happened to the casket? Um, I think I've told this story before. 
Bentley here in the EAS. Tent. Yeah, that was happening this morning too. Let me see if I can run it here. But it doesn't sound. There it goes. Okay. Okay. Well, we're back. Every, evidently, the state is doing a test, or it could be the federal government, and um, <coughs> so we'll make a note of it on our computers, and um, that's that. Okay, um, let's see here. Can I? Before that interrupted me, I had this all firm in my head. Has it vanished? A little bit. Just a minute. Let me get it. Well, anyway, there was a guy at Worthington. Now, my, my sister, uh, who's passed, is 14 years older than I am. Okay, I just got his first name, Paul. It just came back to me. If I keep talking, I think I'll get it. Oh, who was um, with the Secret Service? Yes, and he was Kennedy's... Um, one of the, in the, one of the details... Of the Secret Service? He was in the main detail for uh, the Kennedy family. Yeah. Many people have often wondered what was in that casket, number one, and indeed what you said, what happened to it when it got back to Washington. Mm -hmm. Paul Landis, it just got fixed. And... Um, I believe he's still alive. Um, I might try to reach out to him and see if he would even consider a show with me. So you were talking about your sister with Carol's connection well, to Paul? they dated years okay. ago. Yeah. Just trying to help you resurrect that yep. thought there that you had. We do have a caller. Well, I think they just gave up on us. Um, hello? Hello? Let's see here. Yeah. We had a caller a moment ago, and I just didn't get to him fast enough. Folks, I invite you to redial. Anyway. Um, I wonder if I can get that Paul Landis thing worked out. That would be kind of neat and very unique. Good morning. You're on the air. Hey, good morning, Dave. Good morning, Scott. Morning, hey, Big calling. Tim. How's it going? All right. All right. Hey, did you guys find a you guys find a countdown for the Saturday morning thing? They're working on it, I know. Oh, are they? They're trying to find something you know to take uh, Bartley's place. Right. What are they going to get? You know yet? No, sir. Yeah? I, you, no, I don't How's know it? yet. Right. How you guys doing this morning? Well, I, I, frankly, I'm glad it's Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you guys talking. I heard Scott talk about batteries. That's pretty good. Talking about what? Batteries. 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 Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. We use those, don't we? Yeah, we do. We have to, Scott. Oh, yeah. 
I could use it for my little portable radio and all kinds of that good stuff, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> video cameras. And, and oh, yeah. Cell phones. <laughs> well, I was like, about you know, to go. The cell phone thing is really taking batteries to a new level. And, oh, yeah. And, um, you know, everybody takes pictures with their cell phones anymore, but it's still no, not do. the quality of... Um, the good digital cameras. I got a Moto. I got a Moto G. And my gosh, my my camera, my phone on the, the camera on my phone takes really good pictures. Yeah, I I know some some do, and many most do. But still, when I compare it to my digital right. uh, camera, right, uh, it's still night and day. Right, yeah, I understand that. I mean, you gotta have a good camera if you're gonna take good pictures. <laughs> yes, sir. All right. Hey, Tim, let let me hey, ask you what hey, what, what did we, you what did you think about uh, Joe Burrow and the Bengals this year? Wasn't that cool? Oh, they could have done better, Scott. Oh, didn't you like having the ride though? They they could always yeah. do better. Didn't he it, take us on a nice ride? I'm a little, you know what, guys? I'm a little bummed out that they did lose, but hey, it's the next year too, you know. Yes. <laughs> Jimmy, let me tell or Timmy, let me tell you uh, one more connection, which you know, but I'm going to tell our audience, okay? Bengals. Okay. <laughs> no. Um, your father started. I'm sorry, your grandfather started mm-hmm. this station. He did. And his last name was what again? Koblen. Yes. Andy Koblen. Andy Koblen. Koblen. Who I never met. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had passed, and his widow mm-hmm. sold mm-hmm. the station to my family. Uh-huh. And uh, right. her name was Irene, as I recall. Irene, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, I, you know, your father, grandfather, excuse me, I messed up again. Your grandfather <laughs> was the starter of this whole thing. He in was. Nineteen fifty. And the first and the first time it went on and the first time it went on the air was back in nineteen fifty. That's right. Well listen, you're always part of us. Oh no, I and I, I just, that's what I love about you guys. I'm always a part of your family. Yeah, right. I appreciate Absolutely. And I appreciate that, guys, being part of your family. You know that. (laughs) Sure. Yeah, boy. We're going to move on, though. Mm -hmm. Okay, take care there, and have a great weekend. Have a safe weekend. We'll talk to you soon. See you, Tim. Bye-bye. All right, 970 WATH. Let's see. So we can put newspapers over there. Yeah, we're still working on a Saturday morning program to fill in for Dick Bartley now. Did he just decide to retire or what? I guess. Okay. Well, there are many programs out there. We just want to get the one most perfect. Yes, and we have been in contact with uh, multiple services. Okay. Who's working on that? Primarily you? Krista. Okay. Well, you get involved too Um, because you know the – okay. Uh, let's yeah. see here. We go to uh, the phones again. Good morning. You're on the air. Tickety-poo. Tickety-poo. Yeah. Yeah, Timmy, 
Jimmy's a good friend of mine. He calls me King Kong. He calls me Kong. I call him South Park. <laughs> <laughs> Not even going to ask what that's all about. Okay. <laughs> no, he's, no, that's a good boy. I tell you. Mm-hmm. I don't think he know. I don't think he, he. There's nobody he don't know. Oh, that's right. You know, uh, at basketball games, he he'll walk um, around the rim and say hi to everybody he knows, and um, that's that's a neat thing. Yeah, it is. He's a good boy. You guys do a good job. Really? And I appreciate you guys on there. Sometimes, you know, I don't call in. I like listening. And sometimes I call in and try to get a fire started. But... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we have fire extinguishers here on the wall. <laughs> yeah. I, I enjoy, you know, a good time. And... Well, sure. You know, my daddy, when I was younger, he said, son, if you can't take it, don't start it. That's it. Hey, so well, I, got broad, I got broad shoulders. I can handle it. Hey, um, you know, it, it's a good thing this is radio. <laughs> and um, because yeah. you can't see us, right? Right. Well, if it was on camera, I'd break the camera. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a good thing. Well, uh, look through the window there, Scott. Over, yep. uh, over to FM. Yep. See anything different today? Oh, it's beautiful. I saw it yesterday. She had it yesterday. Oh yeah. Okay, so fits her well. Um, Liz, who also entertains our our AM listener, our listeners on this station in uh, early afternoon, right? Liz yeah. is uh, our morning person over on FM, w- uh, and she has pink hair now, and it looks, now, you know, just the sound of it doesn't sound that great, but she looks stunning. Really well, bright I've been, pink. I've been thinking of making mine purple, see what people would say. There you go. I'm wearing a purple shirt today. Oh, well. I think you should put a like a neon stripe right down the middle too. What do you think about that? Or maybe some LED lighting. Like a neon bright green stripe. Yeah, black with yeah, black with that green neon. It makes it look like a skunk. Oh no, do it in green, not white. Well, unless you want to be a skunk. <laughs> yeah, I've been called worse. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say hi to you guys and how good job y'all doing and. Glad you jumped in. You're a good dude, John. Have a good weekend. Okay, hey, you too. Tell, tell us what's going to happen in the Bobcats game tonight. Oh, uh, they're going to win. That's what I'm saying, too. It's on they TV. Got... You going to watch it? Yeah, probably. 7 o'clock is tip-off on right. CBS Sports Network, yeah. that channel. Yeah, I, I was talking to some of the cheerleaders. I've seen them on the street and stuff. We stopped and talked. They say, oh, Don, we just love you. I said, well, I'm thankful somebody does. Ah, uh, that's cool. Sometimes, Wh- where do you sometimes, sit during the games? Wherever I can find an empty seat. Oh, okay. You don't have a an assigned seat, eh? Now, now sometimes I get over in the student section. I'm invited there. Some of them guys say, Don, come on over here. Come here. Okay, <laughs> I, I got a question. I got a question. 
There's one guy that's been there for years. He has the loudest voice. And he has actually kind of organized the student cheering sometimes. Right. Um, is that someone you know? I don't. I know him by faith, but not by name. Well, I just think he's a hoot. And oh, I'm, he is. I'm glad he's part of the our program. Well, you know, when you, you turn 39, Dave, faces stay familiar, but names yep. leave it. You know? yeah. I get it. <laughs> hey, are you are you in the? Do you sit in the ozone section over there when they tell you to come over? Oh, I'm I'm always there waiting. I can pick up that paper and look at it, and I'm one of them that shreds it and pitches it. Got it, boy. You get them going over there, don't you? Oh yeah, that's yeah. good. I, I like to sit close to the band over there. I try to get as close to the drums as I. I don't know, man. They got the awesome. Drum section, I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. The whole 110 is good. I'm trying to suggest them getting a song worked up, and I don't, I've don't. i been trying to contact the director. It's called The Sounds of Philly, T-S-O-P. It's an uh -huh. in instrumental. Ricky Sook. Yeah, and uh, I'll tell you what, I, I just think the 110 would kill that song. Knock it oh, out, man. That's the way they do long train running. Oh, they yeah. kill it. Yeah, they do. They rock oh, it. Oh, that's awesome. Man, they rock their combo when they play that one and uh, that other song called Fat Bottom Girls. I, I, that's a good song, too, that they do. Oh, yeah. I mentioned this earlier, but um, the last game, we had two of our alumni from years ago come down to visit. Ron Friedman and Howard Katz. And they sat with us, and, you know, they... They both live in Columbus. They both work in broadcasting in Columbus. Well, I guess one's retired now. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, they go to all the Ohio State games there in the, uh, what's the name of that center? Schottenstein. Schottenstein. Yeah. And, of course, before the shot, they went to the uh, St. John Arena. St. John Arena. Yep. They say our place is so superior, the combo. Um, and and uh, the atmosphere and the energy and the band and everything. Uh, they miss it. They're both OU alums. Right. And, um, oh, well. Yeah, All a, right. That's a tough place to play for visiting teams to come in there with a the band rocking and student section rocking, the whole place going crazy. I love oh. it. Excitement is and second to none. Men's basketball ranked number one in the league right now. Yes, they are. Do and they? the women and the women ain't bad either. They're, no. Yeah, they're really good too. Well, I always like yeah. women. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Goodness gracious! I told, I told my friends. I told my friends one time. I said, "Look, you ever see me get turned on by a guy? Just go ahead and shoot me and put me out of my misery. I ain't good for nothing." <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll stop oh, at that point. We'll better better <laughs> abort right yeah. here. Abort! Abort! <laughs> I, got, I got some good friends that are gay and lesbians, and you know we cut up and tease a lot, and and they know you know they take me like a grain of salt. And they say, Don, we don't know why to take you sometimes. You're just, you're too much. I said, well, I try to have a good time. Everybody else have a good time with me. Fair enough. Amen, brother. Give me a score for tonight. Oh, you about 30. 
30, I like 30. it. 30. I'll take it. Tough place to play at Kent State tonight. Wow. Kent State ain't got nothing for us. Okay. Well, let's hope so. They beat Toledo the other night at Toledo. That's not an easy thing to do. Have any given night. Hey, what's going on with Jason Carter? Do you know? I think that injury where he was hurt last year. Yeah. Kind of burdened him again. Which is his knee? His knee, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, because that one game where he fell and he was slow getting up and they had to help him off. Yeah. That knee buckled on him again. I hope he can play. He They're going to miss him, but tell you what, oh, they They've, they've got a pretty good bench. To Tommy Schmock coming off the bench. He's one of my favorites. Dave likes him. Yeah. Oh, he's he's good. Yeah. He just he's one of them. He's a good sixth player. Yes, he is. He, he just uh, he's a hustler. He makes things happen. Yeah. All right. Hey, y'all have a good weekend. Likewise. See you, Don. You see too. you now. Go cat. Yes. Indeed. All right. Um, <clears throat> let's see here. Uh, we got about 14 minutes. I updated the um, Ohio and Athens COVID stats. And they are improving. That's um, by huge amounts, no. But they are improving. Um, I guess I'll just run down the numbers. There were 1,999 new cases in the state yesterday. There were 38 new cases here in Athens yesterday. And again, when I say Athens, I mean the county. The state has now had a total of 2.6 million cases. Athens has had a total of 14,000. Um, active cases in the state of Ohio, 108,800. Um, let's see. Let's talk about hospitalizations, okay? In the state of Ohio, we've got uh, anything, you know, there's about 112, no, 111,000 hospitalized, 13,000 of which are intensive care, 98,000 are not. Here in uh, Athens, we have 332 being hospitalized. Okay. Um, State of Ohio has had 35,372 deaths. Athens, 116. Vaccinations. In the state of Ohio... 7,200,000 basically, or shall I say 61.6.5%. 
Athens County, 53%. Caller, stand by. I'm almost there. Um, yeah, I guess that's good enough. Now, have you heard something about a red COVID? Yes, it's uh, what they're saying, a sub-variant okay. of the Omicron that is more contagious than the Omicron oh, wonderful. variant. Yes. Well, let's do our caller first. Good morning. Good morning. Well, hi there. Hi there. Hi. <clears throat> I hate to bother you. I, I don't know if this is a pooch control number or not. It'll work. We'll help you. I lost, uh, thank you very much. <clears throat> I lost a white dog. He's not come home. Um, he's like a white lab with a curly tail, short hair. Okay, just a minute. I'm handing a pen to... Um, what's your name back there? Scott. Glasgow da Gama. Okay. Scott's going to write this down and put it into our system. Yeah, one more time. What is it? He's a white lab type dog, about 70, 70 pounds. He's got a curly tail. He's short haired. He's got my collar with my name on it, phone number. Okay, and what region did he get lost in? It's out 56 by Union and the Athens Country Club. Okay. Um, my phone number is 740-856-8263. Okay. Real friendly guy? Real friendly. Okay. Um, Does he have a name? Does he have a name? Name's August. It's on his collar. His name's August. August. Okay. I don't know. It's just, uh, he never leaves. And I got some acreage out here. Him and my other dog play yeah. out here, and he just didn't come in this morning. Okay. We'll put it on this on both stations, and um, please let us know if he's found. Okay. Absolutely, and I thank you very much. Sure. I, I will announce it on uh, Sentimental Journey for you again this morning too for listeners. Thank you. In that area, Thank folks, you. once again, be on the lookout for this dog, uh, Route 56 by the Union area and the Athens Country Club. It's a white lab, about 70 pounds, curly tail, and is wearing a collar with tags with the owner's name and number yeah. on it. Okay. How yeah. old is he, yes. would you say? He's four, maybe. Okay. Around four. Okay. All right. We'll get it on for you. You bet. Thank you. You bet. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Um, all right. Glad we could help there. Yes. Um, let's see here. <clears throat> okay, this red COVID. What can we do? Blue, then red. Okay, I guess... This red is referring to political colors. Oh, okay. And that there, some people. See, red is what Republican. Typically, yes. Okay, that's what it's referred to. They're saying some Republicans are less likely to get the vaccine. Oh, I see what they're saying now. And. um, Anyway, so first, some background. In the pandemic's initial months, COVID cases and deaths were higher in Democratic areas, probably because they are home to several major international airports. 
The virus entered this country on the West Coast and in the Northeast, but it didn't stay there. By the end of COVID's first year in the U.S., the virus had swept across the country and there was no significant partisan divide in deaths. Only after the vaccines became widely available, which was in early 2021, <coughs> excuse me, and liberals were much more willing to get shots than conservatives, did COVID become a disproportionately Republican illness? By the summer of 2021, the gap was soaring. Let me turn the page here. VA2 is the subvariant of the Omicron that I was referring to earlier when I thought I misspoke about the red. Okay. Uh, COVID there, and apparently it's spreading faster than the original COVID. Well, the New York Times has an article this morning that you may want to take a look at, and it concerns this uh, this very point about vaccines and how they seem to be accepted to some degree by one party more than another, political party that is. So um, you may want to look it up. Um, Russia expelled Deputy Chief of Mission Bart Gorman yesterday. The latest escalation of tensions between Moscow and the West. The dismissal of the second highest ranking U.S. diplomat in Russia comes as the U.S. has accused President Vladimir Putin, of adding troops at the Russia-Ukrainian border, despite a widely publicized announcement of a drawdown. President Biden warned that Russia may invade Ukraine within days. A similar warning was issued by the Ukrainian president, President, earlier this week. Both of those foreshadowing an invasion Wednesday, a day during which Russia said it was pulling troops back in the hopes of further diplomacy. Well, despite the pledge, NATO officials said Russia added at least 7,000 troops, bringing the total forces now surrounding the Ukraine to 150,000 troops. We've had some devastating um, mudslides down in Brazil, which has now killed 117 people. But there are 110 unaccounted for. At least 700 families were forced from their homes. Officials said it was the worst rain in almost 90 years. We drove to Columbus yesterday for a medical appointment. And I tell you, we went through some rain. I bet you did. And there were times when um, it was hard to see. 
There was so much spray coming up off of the vehicles. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the trucking industry. Mercy. I know we've got a shortage of stuff getting to where it's supposed to be. But I do feel there are truckers on the road that are a little more <laughs> careless. Are you laughing back there? No, I'm oh. ca- trying to muffle my cough. I see. Uh, well, I mean... It, Sorry. Um, I mean, it, it could warrant a laugh because remember how truckers used to be so good. And now there's a bunch of them that run them hard and they zing in and out. And these are big trucks. Um, and I'm sure the drivers are being pushed. They're they're being told by their companies, get there faster. Of course, yeah. People are without things. But then again, I've remarked that even everyday drivers seem to me to be less patient, more... uh, distressed by someone else's driving that they're going too slow or they're following too closely. Then we had a conversation the other day about these lights. These LED lights that are just blinding. And uh, we understand the government is looking into that to try to... um, Make them, uh, require them to be more focusable. Well, anyway, so much going on. I've noticed that, too. Even more on East State Street, it seems like. Oh, yeah, it can be everywhere. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, you know, the speed limit there is 25. I know. I I saw a couple vehicles that were going way more than 25. Oh, my, yes. Somebody cut in front of me to get to the light underneath the uh, 33 overpass to turn left. And I was like, well, good for you. You you gained a one-car advantage. <laughs> I brought in a report this morning, the most glamorous cities in America. We're going to save that for um, sometime next week. Folks, please be careful out there. Think yes. of your neighbors. Think of your friends. Wellness checks. All that stuff. Yes. Go Bobcats. And uh, let's see, that's on TV tonight. Tonight, yes, 7 p.m., CBS Sports Network channel. Oh, right in time. (laughs) In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH FM. This is CBS News on the Hour. Presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. U.S. officials have spread out over Europe for meetings on Russia and Ukraine. Vice President Kamala Harris heralding NATO unity at a security conference in Germany. We understand and we have made clear that we remain open to diplomacy. The onus 
is on Russia at this point to demonstrate that it is serious in that regard. Pentagon correspondent Cammie McCormick. Ukraine's foreign minister has swiftly denied his country has plans for any offensive actions in the breakaway republic, despite claims by its separatist leader. And in Munich, Secretary of State Antony Blinken. Everything that we're seeing in the last 24, 48 hours is part of a scenario that is already in play of creating false provocations, of then having to respond to those provocations and then ultimately committing new aggression against Ukraine. The rebel leader in Lugansk has urged residents to leave for Russia. In the UK, violent winds have ripped the roofs off homes and parts of the O2 arena in London. Gusts have been measured at up to 122 miles an hour. At least one person was killed in Ireland. London Mayor Sadiq Khan. Stay indoors. A storm unit is the worst storm we've faced in three decades. Hundreds of flights are canceled into and out of Heathrow, with arriving planes bouncing on runways as they land. A brutal storm system in this country is expected to head out to sea today, but not before inflicting damage on the south and midwest. CBS's Mola Lange. Record-breaking snowfall fell in Kansas City, Missouri, where they reached more than half a foot of snow in one day. While elsewhere in the state, the St. Louis area was battered with heavy rain and flooding. Three possible tornadoes ripped through Alabama. In Greece, rescue crews have evacuated almost all of the 300 people aboard a ferry that caught fire near the island of Corfu. 11 are reported missing. The Italian company that operates the boat says the flames broke out in a cargo hold of parked cars. The cause is unclear. A second-generation Republican congressman from Minnesota has died of kidney cancer. Jim Hagedorn was the son of former Congressman Tom Hagedorn. Jim Hagedorn was 59. The Dow is up 37 points. Do you suffer from insomnia? Chances are you had it as a kid. CBS's Bradley Blackburn. How you sleep as an adult may be linked to your sleep in childhood. A Penn State study finds that children with insomnia often continue to have sleep problems into early adulthood. Researchers say it's important to address sleep issues during childhood and adolescence because poor sleep is linked to numerous health problems. This is CBS News. Find your next great hire with Indeed. Our hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Under the Hood, sponsored.